I have never, ever been a part of that type of behavior. You lying. You a damn you lie. Lying. Stop. You a lie. <laughs> you you fibbing. You fibbing. You telling a tale. Exactly. Exactly. Don't start that lie. Hey, everybody. I'm Elise Real. And I'm Isha Bell. And this is Full Time Black Women, a community for black professional women to live, laugh, grow, and fill the soul. So, what are we talking about today, Elise? So, today's topic is corporate high class of 20 petty oh my goodness it sounds so good okay it's gonna be a good one so we've all had experiences with immature co-workers right yes i mean those people who just seem to make eight hours feel like 20 mm. just taking up all your life energy um they are annoying they have childish they have childish behavior um exaggerated reactions to things and just seem to negatively impact the workplace in a way that just irks your last nerve you know yes so, I mean, we're in a work environment. We are in a closed space for at least eight hours a day that you're just susceptible to meet and come across immature individuals. You know what I mean? Um, it's inevitable. I mean, us. it's a social environment. So social environments, you're going to have every type of person around there. Exactly. Um, and you'll run into them, what, every day? Every day. I mean, they exist amongst us every day. <laughs> You know, like the song say, age ain't nothing but a number. But mm, mm. age doesn't equal maturity, though. You know, you're going to run into some 50-year-olds, 50-year-olds who are acting 15. You're going to run into some 60-year-olds who kind of act like they're six. So you need to know how to handle this. And we're hoping that this podcast, this episode will help you get through and protect your career development and your emotional state. Yeah, so I guess let's go ahead and get started with some stats for that ass. Hey, stats for that ass. Hey, bringing you the facts with some stats for that ass. So, according to Career Builder Research, about three in four employees have witnessed some type of childish behavior among colleagues in the workplace. Mm. Now, listen to these. Okay. 55% that they've witnessed a colleague whine on a regular. 46% said they've witnessed a colleague pouting over something that didn't go his or her way. What? And 44% said tattling on another coworker is something that they've seen someone do. How old are we? I mean, come on. You're going to end up with a post-it note on your, on your desk with some snitches get stitches. Right. Don't do that, y'all. Because no. we need this damn job. We don't need right. to go to HR. No. <laughs> and last one, 35% said that they have seen a coworker make a face behind someone's back. What? No, 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 no. Think you had to do that. I mean, come on. Just hearing <laughs> these things, it just makes you think. How old are we? Right. And also, it just makes my eyebrows want to touch my hairline because I don't understand how ish like this can happen. And who raised you? Where you come from? Who raised you? Wolves. <laughs> oh, I guess so. <laughs> so, Elise, have you ever done any of these or noticed a coworker doing one of these? So, I may have made a face behind somebody's back. What? I'm, I know. Like, I'm not talking about... You know, sticking your tongue out and crossing oh. your eyes and all that good stuff, like nana nana boo boo, nothing, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But more like when I somebody says something to me and I'm like, "What would you talk about though?" In my mind, mm-hmm. and make one of those faces or giving somebody the people's eyebrow, <laughs> like the rock. Yes, like the okay. rock. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I understand that. Yeah. What about you, Isha? No, I mean, if I do see someone doing that, I'm mm-hmm. just going to bust out laughing point blank because <laughs> I find laughter in just about everything. Uh-huh. Um, I work with someone who will constantly whine about their workload. And I'm like, yo, homie, mm-hmm. 
Where are we? <laughs> work. It's in the name. So you're going to be uh, working <laughs> while you at work. Right. That's just how work works. You get paid, okay. right? <laughs> exactly. No Stop complaining. <laughs> so, Elise, come on. Now share with us your experience of surviving corporate high. Man. So there's this one instance I can remember, and it happened on multiple occasions, which still boggles my mind. But there, there was this one individual, we were celebrating a coworker's birthday. And it's, it's a birthday, so you would expect it to be a joyous occasion. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we're having cake, we're laughing, we're talking, we're having food and everything. But this particular individual was sitting at the table, and they just looked so sad. Like... They had their arms crossed. Their posture was all off. Mm. Their lip was saying, hanging so low they could have tripped over it. Like, <laughs> looking like they're five years old. And I'm just like, what, what is happening? Who took your puppy? Right. It, thank you. <laughs> Who ran them over? But, um, and they just pe- appeared to be so annoyed that they had to sit through this. But the same person, when it was their birthday, they did like a complete 180. Mm. So when it was their birthday, they were bubbly and talkative and just excited. And not to say that you can't be that way on your birthday, but why can't you be that way for somebody else? Yeah. Somebody else did another loop around the, the sun, you know what I mean? And you just, you can't bring any type of emotion other than, I'm annoyed. Yeah. Pouting. It's not my, it's not my birthday. Why are we celebrating it? Like, who, what? Come on. Look, you need to grow up and glow up, boo-boo. Thank you. I think it's crazy that they still got your attention. Right. Even though it wasn't about them. Right. You remember their actions. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's. Shame that's. on me for letting them, you know, take my attention Well, like no, that. I mean, I mean, it's okay. Yeah. It happens. It does. It does. But what about you, Isha? You have a class 20 petty experience? <sighs> I mean, at one of my old jobs. I was an innocent bystander like I always am. That's how it starts. Yeah, I was an innocent bystander of a petty storm. Oh, my gosh. I don't know which battle this was of their petty war, but Mm -hmm. somehow, some way, I felt the bullets going past my head. Oh, no. I was like, whoa. (laughs) Duck and cover. Duck and cover. (laughs) Okay, so I was new at a job. This happened at an old, old job. Mm -hmm. And I was new, and I went to a coworker to ask a question Mm -hmm. before the coworker could even finish her sentence. Mm -hmm. Another coworker shouted out, and I mean shouted out, shouted out, nope, she is wrong. Don't listen to her. What? I didn't see the person because they were on the other side of the cubicle. Okay. Their desks were right next to each other. Yeah. And- all of a sudden, you hear footsteps coming around the corner. And I'm like, oh, shit. What's That's about to happen? going down. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> so she proceeded to come over where we were. Uh-huh. Mind you, I am new at this office. I haven't been here longer than maybe 45 days, 60, 45, I will have to say. Right. I bet that was tense. <sighs> the tension was so thick, girl. Mm. <laughs> it was as thick as a urban gymnast eyes. You what know, like that? A stripper. So, you know, <laughs> a stripper styles or something like that. Uh, Once again, no one knows me and I don't know them. Mm-hmm. And they began to argue about who was right and who was wrong based off the new processes and systems that were in place and everything else. I don't even know what was said. Did anybody like say anything or do anything about it? No. Everybody just kept about their day like nothing was happening. Unfazed. Unfazed. <laughs> and I'm up here like, nobody else what do i do yeah so how did you handle it like what happened I, I, when it came down to it i have stepped it back to my desk right you know i said here comes the high step i'm 
I'm getting out of this mess. <laughs> but no, seriously, like, do you know um, that one gift with Homer Simpson fading backwards into the, yes. uh, the hedges? Yes. I was like that. Uh-huh. Okay, because I, but I faded back into my fro, not the hedges. <laughs> and it's interesting that after this happened, not one of them came and checked on me to see if my question was answered. What? Not one of them came over to uh, apologize for me having to witness that. I've never been in an unprofessional environment. So you just like didn't that exist. In my life. You didn't, didn't exist. What did I say? I was an innocent <laughs> bystander. I feel like they were just looking to argue with each other. Uh-huh. And then I was just the catalyst. Right. Popped it off. <laughs> and I waited the whole day uh-huh. actually i waited to the next day to go ask another co-worker 24 question. hours later. 24 hours later <laughs> on the other side of the apartment because i did not want to mix it up with those two again wow that is insane so let's how about we just talk about you know how to recognize these types of situations these types of immature individuals mm. how can we you know pinpoint them I think the first one is someone who is just being unhelpful. So like in your example, Isha, coworker B just who just came over and jumped over the cubicle and oh, started interrupting. Right. That was not a helpful experience. No, it was not. And, you know, an unhelpful person might look like someone who's just extremely unwilling to assist in situations with team members in the workplace. They're not a team player. They're just not collaborative at all. Somebody who tends to have the attitude that, you know, that's not in my job description. That's that's not my job. And this can be detrimental to like the overall morale and productivity of the team. It can just totally throw off, throw off the efficiency of your of your department. Yes, it can. So, for example, if you're out and, you know, you have somebody who is taking on responsibilities for you, but this person's just like, nah, that's not in my job description. That's, that's not a part of my job. So all of a sudden, all this work gets backlogged and doesn't get done because this person doesn't want to collaborate. However, I bet the same person, if they were out, would want everybody and their mama to, you know, collaborate and work together to make sure that they didn't have anything to come back to. Yeah. Like, you don't want to be around those people. No, you can't work like that. Another thing is people who tend to blame others. Mm. You know, I mean, often those who are like emotionally immature, they just want to point the finger of blame at someone else. Right, right. They are looking for it. They are holding their breath until they can have that moment of that day to be like, <laughs> it's my time. You messed up. Oh, come on, fingers, get ready. You know, like they got them holsters or something. Oh I my mean, they- <laughs> pew, pew. exactly. Come on, y'all did a good job today. I tell you. <laughs> Y'all getting the good cream tonight. Uh-uh. So, um, as opposed to taking responsibility for their mistakes, like they just want to point the finger at other people. Mm-hmm. We are not robots. No. We are not programmed to be 100% at all times. I mean, we make mistakes. We're right. human. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, mistakes are inevitable. That's all I got. I got nothing else. I thought I had something else to follow up, but I, I was ready. I was ready. I was so ready. You stay ready. You I stay do. ready, homegirl. I do. I got you. I mean, but you got to watch out for that finger pointer because usually the smoke is creeping directly behind it. Mm-hmm. I think the third thing you can watch out for is gossiping. 
Now, all of us have been involved in gossiping. I don't care who you are, where you are, at some point in time, some way, shape, or form, you have been involved in gossiping. Yes. And if you are the one sitting at your desk or in your car talking about some, I have never been involved in gossiping. I am just, I have never, ever been a part of that type of behavior. You lying. You a damn you lie. Lying. Just you stop. a lie. <laughs> you <look>, you fibbing. <laughs> You're fibbing. <laughs> You're telling the tale. Exactly. Exactly. Don't start that lie. So, uh, so gossiping in reality can be such a toxic behavior, and it can really break down the cohesion of any team. I mean, think about it. If you are on the team and you're talking about somebody behind their backs, and all of a sudden they hear about it and they find out, and then this person comes over and confronts you, and it just becomes this big old drama, creating stress in the work environment. Ugh. You don't need that. Ew. You don't need that. This is where you come to work, get your check, make a living and take care of your family. And that's it. Like, you don't need all that extra stress interfering with that. No, that extra stress, that extra mess. Mm-mm, girl, Mm-mm. you trying to be blessed. Uh, ooh, I heard it. Here I go again. <laughs> <laughs> so the last one is these people tend to be, mm-hmm. have a urge just mm. building up inside of them. Okay. They, I have to be attention oh my i have to be the center of attention oh lord nobody's looking at me i gotta be the attention <laughs> or they're going to explode <laughs> you know that one co-worker who was like always in a mess yeah like they're always in a mix of every situation yeah. going on in the office mm-hmm. it's very rare for something to be going on and you don't hear their name drop one two 150 11 times mm-hmm. i mean they don't care how they get the attention as long as they get some. Right. Okay. I right. mean, the best way I can explain it is, you know how bad kids act up when they have, uh, they got in trouble, they're getting disciplined or mm-hmm. something, and they may even be getting spanked, but somehow they still get that little smirk on their face. Yes. Because yes. I've they're seen getting it. what attention. It right. doesn't matter if it's bad. They don't care. It's good. It's just the fact that they have eyeballs on them. Like you could be uh, disciplining a child, and all of a sudden they're like. <clears throat> I don't care. I don't even care, man. I'm sorry, D. I said I'm sorry. You know, smile and look like a Grinch. Yeah. Got a little Grinch grin going on. But it right. means necessary. Yeah, somebody gonna pay attention to me. Today. So true. So true. And you know what's really crazy? These type of people would be the same ones that they don't get caught by anybody. Nothing, nothing sticks to them. Yeah. Nobody, nobody would be able to say it. You know, so-and-so is the one that caused this. Not at all. No, their hands stay clean because they're just pros at it. They just, they feed off of it. They Mm -hmm. need it. Mm -hmm. All right. So how can we survive corporate high? Let's, let's get into the advice. Let's get into these tips. So what's your tip, Isha? The same cliche advice I always give. <laughs> Avoid okay. and ignore. All right. Okay. It's a winner. Yeah. It, it works for me. It mm-hmm. hasn't worked so far. Uh-huh. But I mean, I understand it is hard to ignore. Yeah. Because it just seems like those people are talented to the point that they will just always work on that one last nerve. The last one. The last, I mean, that, that nerve is holding on for dear life. It's stretched out to the max <laughs> from point A to point B. And they just saying out loud, please don't let anybody mess with me today. Please don't let anybody mess don't with me today. Do it. Please don't let anybody mess with me today. Oh, it's happening. Oh, Lord, it's happening. <laughs> You know, abort, abort. Right, right. It's going down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're just talented and know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, something else you can do is just rise above. Rise above and focus on your work and productivity. That's 
That's key. You know, when you're in the office and just focus on doing you, that's when you can actually shine. Yeah. Don't let these people get you out of your your vibe, your flow. And, you know, it goes along with ignoring it. Don't let these immature behaviors slow you down. You know what I mean? You have to focus on your career development and you don't want anybody taken away from that. That's true. I mean, if it's I know we're joking about, you know, people being petty in the workplace and stuff. But yeah. Sometimes it can go past the level of annoyance straight to harassment. Mm -hmm. And if it gets there, then the next tip I would have to say is document. Mm. You know, I've I've known too many women who've been in situations where they're being bullied at work. You know, Mm because these petty people, some of them, more than likely, they were bullies as kids. Yeah. And they kept continuing to be bullies in adulthood. Yeah. And they have to find a victim. They have to find a mark, somebody to take all of the the issues that they have with themselves on someone else. Mm -hmm. And if it's gotten to that point, then I will have to say you need to document their behaviors, actions, words, and discuss with the offending coworker if, and this is a big if. Mm-hmm. you feel as if that person will be receptive right maybe they're not aware of what they're doing or maybe they think that they're just joking you're part of the joke too but yeah. you're like ain't shit funny i ain't laughing exactly you hear me ha ha he he ha ha hell ain't nobody no. kicking exactly <laughs> i'm about to say go ahead and get yourself like a 50 cent notebook nothing extravagant it's just something for you to keep the details of what is going on anytime a situation like this occurs mm-hmm. i mean the time date location the issue we'll call this little book your receipt book okay Okay? you want to have your receipt book with you at all times don't put anything on your computer Mm -hmm. don't leave it at your desk right if you got to go to the bathroom your receipt book coming with you too it's highly sensitive yeah or lock it up in your desk right hopefully you're the only one with the key but you want to be able to use this information to show facts Mm. (laughs) your receipts of what really happened when it happened how it happened and how it affected you and if you can not talk to that person, then you just need to take it directly to management. Right, right. And I think if, you know, management is actually the offending person, if mm-hmm. that's if that's your deal, or if you don't feel management can help you resolve it, then you want to take your documentation, your receipts directly to HR. So yeah. I think that's that's another way you can go. Now, it wouldn't be right and it wouldn't be fair if we talked about the class of 20 petty and didn't give you the tip of recycling the petty. (laughs) Like, I just don't think we could do that. So you could professionally clap back on that ass. Yes. Clap, clap, clap. Keyword professionally. Um, But Isha, have you ever clapped back on anybody? Hi, my name is Isha Bell. Do you know me? I mean, this this for the listeners though. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have, but I haven't done it in a while. Okay, all right. Well, how about this? about you give a breakdown of the properly executed clapback a clapback 101 if you will (laughs) okay um let's see class is in session here we go welcome gather around children first you want to dissect their email into segments 
very small detailed segments because you want to make sure you have a clear concise understanding of that they tried it mess now we are ready to type our first sentence you're going to go ahead and get your fingers ready to type her my previous email you always want to start with this so they can direct attention to what you initially said because you don't have time to say it a third time now don't forget to attach the original email it will be at the bottom of the chain yes i know but you get more of an added effect attach that thing to your response you want to make sure it's seen during this round of petty war now if they only cc'd your management now is the time you cc their management why not add more to the party <laughs> now you're going to proofread the hell out of your response now it's not the time to allow simple grammar mistakes to cloud your message. No, 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 boo-boo. If need be, or if you have a few coworker friends who are very aware of the situation, you have them proofreading. It is good to have a fresh pair of eyes for your opponent's future demise. Now that this step has been completed, you're going to make sure whatever you say, it will not get you an HR. No, because we need this damn job. Your clapback should be based on facts, not feelings. We'll leave the feelings to them. Send it out and wait for the response to come. Now, by completing this course, I'm pretty sure you will more likely get no response at all or the also satisfying, thanks for confirming. <laughs> Add them to the pal. Now, we have now reached the end of clapback 101. You have now reach your optimal power of how to be a clap back queen class is over enjoy but don't be a part of a petty war unless you're pulled into one thank you thank you so much professor <laughs> thank you so much professor isha for that eloquent description of the proper clap back it's definitely an art not a science and I hope you all were taking notes. Right? Oh, my goodness. I can't believe <laughs> That was the best ever. That was well, the mean, best. I actually am getting kind of hot and bothered over here. It's been so long. You made me want to get in the club back for Like, I'm ready. It's been so long, so I got into, you know, recycling in the pet. <laughs> I'm over here getting all hot and bothered. Just okay. thinking about how I used to throw that clap back back. All right. All right. <laughs> Gotta inspire me. I want to go ahead and throw a little something out there. Okay. Uh, we got to bring that. Class of twenty petty. Oh, come on, Lise. I'm, I'm class of twenty petty. petty. Oh. Yo, yo, I'm class of twenty petty. I always stay ready. I only go to work, so my bank account is steady. They always try to test me. Vocabulary hefty. Black back so great. Gotta leave the lefty. Oh look, her comes Betty. She swear she never met me. Knowledge is so heavy, but I can't turn into Freddy. Start the drama up just like a machete. This is People Tired of Offices, PTO. You can pick up our single on iTunes. <laughs> Eventually. We'll, we'll let you know when you drop a mixtape. Hey. <laughs> so uh, I hope you enjoyed that little rap. But a lot of these issues, you know, I think we, we've talked about all the pettiness, all the immaturity in the workplace but a lot of this can be quelled by management if they were in tune with the atmosphere of the department 
Um, I think, you know, if they... I mean, that is a big if statement. True. And we are not talking about Excel. Nope. Uh, but if the if they are a little lax, you know, when it comes to the, these types of behaviors, if they're not quite responding to or kind of deterring people from making faces and whining and that kind of thing, and not putting their foot down, then it can really be hard to correct or, or even bring up, you know, these things to your management in the first place. I mean, and we also have to go in there that sometimes it's actually the corporate culture, mm-hmm. you know, the company's culture that the management really doesn't have control over what is okay and what isn't okay. Right. Their hands may be tied too. True. So we got to look at the bigger picture. Yeah, I totally but agree. When it comes down to it, guys, I know we joked about it and stuff, but if it's really, truly impacting your mental health, mm-hmm. we always want to make sure that you are taken care of. We don't care about that job. I mean, yeah, it pays our bills and everything else, but if you don't have peace of mind, you have nothing at all. Mm-hmm. So coming into contact with these people, our word of the day is inevitable. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to like everyone or gel with everyone. That's okay. Most of us don't go to work to make friends. I mean, you don't get to choose your coworkers just like you don't get to choose your family. But if you run into those blatantly, like intentionally, I mean, they're going out of their way to make the work environment uncomfortable for you, then realize that is not your problem. Mm -hmm. It is your employer's responsibility to offer a safe and comfortable work environment where you are respected. Yeah, 100%. And to your point, Isha, it's it's important to recognize that if the environment has become that uncomfortable, that toxic for you, that, you know, unsatisfying and detrimental to your mental state, then then maybe that's not the right environment for you. Yeah. You know, some places aren't for everybody. Some people aren't from everybody. Like, I know I'm not everybody's shot of whiskey, you know, and I know some people, not everybody's ounce of vodka, mm-hmm. but um, ounce. <laughs> Whatever. Just drinking an ounce. It, maybe oh, maybe lightweight. You know, <laughs> we got lightweights too. But um, your energy is sacred. It's important. And at sometimes the mix of individuals in the work environment can be a direct conflict to that, to the point that it's it's hard for you to even be there the whole eight hours. You yeah. know what I mean? And if that the steps that we mentioned today aren't helping you cope or the issues can't be resolved by management or handled by HR properly, then maybe you need to be out, you know, maybe, maybe you need to take the steps necessary to leave that environment and find one that actually works with your energy. But um, it's, it's important. It's, it's really about protecting your peace. Yeah. Work with your energy works It is important to find an environment that works with your energy, like you said, because energy cannot be created and it cannot be destroyed. It is only transferred Mm. from one place to the next. Keep that in mind. Exactly. So, ladies, we want to keep this interactive and, you know, keep this conversation going. So make sure you stop by our Facebook group, Full Time Black Women Conversations, and share with us some of your class of 20 petty stories or how you handle immaturity in the workplace. And maybe our personal experiences don't even light a candle compared to some of yours. And we definitely want to hear them and perhaps share them on one of our future episodes. But as always, remember, we are here for you full time from coffee to wine. And remember to play your power perfectly. Hey, bye. Thanks for joining us. Full Time Black Woman is created, recorded and produced by Elise Real and Isha Bell. For more opportunities to live, laugh, grow and fill the soul, be sure to like, review, comment and subscribe to Full Time Black Woman wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Help us build this community by sharing with other full-time Black women like yourself. 
Visit our website at fulltimeblackwoman.com to see what's new or to reach out. Have something to add to today's topic? Join our Facebook group, Full-Time Black Woman Conversations. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Full-Time Black Woman or on Twitter at FT Black Woman.